Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DeathStoreProds.com video games podcast. As always, I'm dead. Today we have Alex. Hi, everybody. Gabe Mank, once again, not be joining us this week because it is Mardi Gras time and he lives in New Orleans. So I'm assuming he either has his tits out or everything is on fire. He's 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 in he's in those parades with those fancy you know masks on and whatever else. Yeah, the not carnival parades. Yeah, whatever else they do in Mardi Gras. He and his wife are out there just like selling beads. He's he's hanging out with Keith David, who's doing voodoo magic on him, you know, <laughs> turning turning him into a frog. Uh, I keep forgetting that movie exists. I know it f- completely flew over my head, and it wasn't actually that bad. No, last thing, it's not a terrible movie. It's just of the Disney princess movies, that one is the one that always flies under my radar, and I don't know if that makes me racist or not. No, I think it's just because there was like a decade gap between that and all the other princess movies. Maybe. So, you know, you kind of forget. Yeah. Also, Frozen came out and immediately invalidated (laughs) it as the hot thing. Ironically. Ironically, yes. Yeah, we're not here to talk about movies. We're talking about fucking video games, dude. It's caveman's fault. <laughs> it's caveman. It's caveman's fault. We're on the. We're not in the movies podcast. No, it's caveman's fault for bringing up Louisiana <laughs> because he's there now. Yeah, how dare you live in a state, you fucker? Anyway, so about those games. Yeah, so you said you haven't played much because you've been dying. Yeah, I was dying. I've recovered. Yeah. But yes, for for about a week and a half, I was just like in too much head pain to do much video game playing. And then after that, I finally sent my PS4 to get repaired. So it's in the shop right now. And Yay. since Yes, so since I, I don't have the PS4 and everything else is old games, I had to indulge in the good old free-to-play MMORPGs, of which I mean DC Universe Online, which I haven't touched. I haven't touched in three years. The servers are still up for that thing. They're still up for that thing. Yes, they're still getting regular updates. Jesus. I was surprised. I was surprised myself. How I only did, went back. How did DC Universe the, Online outlast the fucking Marvel Online thing. I don't know. Oh, jeez! Now you're making me sad. It did. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because like, like the, it came out before it. Yeah, it came out. It came out at the end of 2010, and has lasted longer than it. Like, like Marvel Legends timeline of beginning to end, life, birth to death, is in the middle of the DC universes. To be fair, Marvel Online was supposed to last like a a decade plus, like DCU Online, but then you know the company. Uh, folded completely and it turns out they weren't being run very well meanwhile dcu is just fucking trucking along with that nobody really realizing that it still exists it still exists yeah well they have they have the ps3 and and now ps4 fan base do they though i think they do i think that's why it's it's running so well in fact the reason marvel failed is because they launched it on um expo and ps4 and nobody really bought it 
And they were like, crap, we were expecting to get a lot of money from that. Oh no, now we're bankrupt. <laughs> I still, I... Well, okay, so the PS3 version is shut down. Yeah, like the PS3 is. Yeah. The PS4 version, I think, is still going strong. Yeah, they shut down the PS3 version specifically to focus on more development for the PS4 version. Yeah, and also so people would switch over, Yeah, probably. I mean, assuming. Which is fine. I try. I know I tried to play the PS3 version, like, way back when it first came out, but... Um, I don't know. It didn't fit my screen very well. Like, I couldn't read a, a single thing. And, like, it's clearly optimized for a keyboard, not a controller. So, you know. Yeah. There was, it was like, there's, like, you, re- you really need to, like, you know, be able to type to people, talk to people at the same time, not just, like, okay, stop, bring up keyboard, slowly go over each, you know, letter with the cursor and slowly type out a message while Gorilla Grodd is punching you in the background. It doesn't work so well. <laughs> So, and then I tr- and then I tried the PS the the I mean the uh, the PC version and it worked a lot better, but then it just kind of fell by the wayside and I kind of forgot it was a thing until I noticed it was still on um, my uh, desktop screen because I still have the game installed even though I hadn't touched it in three years. And also, I found out that there was a lot of new powers released, and now they have this thing where you can jump straight to level thirty and skip the entire uh, pregame, you know. This game is seven years old. It is. January 11th, 2011, it fucking launched. Yep. That could have only been better if it had been November 11th, 2011. No. It's, uh... Because instead of being 11111, it's just, it's 11111. And it, it was actually in beta since, uh, summer 2010. I know because I played it in beta. Fuck, so, man, this, how, how... I don't know. Wait, and it, it's not a bad game EverQuest either. EverQuest is still up. Yeah, EverQuest is still up. Surprisingly, son of a bitch. Yeah, game is ninety. Fuck me. I tried to go back into EverQuest, but it was like so different from like when I played it. I just couldn't get into it. Ironically, it's it's actually a better, more balanced game now. But I'm just like, man, it's it's no fun without like tearing your hair out and not having a life to get like more than. A couple levels into the game, so I just couldn't get back into it. <laughs> Too bad. Yeah, you need your MMOs to be just like impenetrably dense. Yeah. Since it too bad it was bringing back good old days of back when I was in high school and I played EverQuest with my. So how four is friends. DCUO? Is it still well a game? It's still a game. There's a bunch of new powers they've released recently, which I have have to buy. So. I don't uh, actually That's have them. That's how they them. get you. That's how they get you. The the only expan- the only power expansion I bought was the uh, the Green Lantern one. <laughs> Fucking why? Because that was the first one that came out. Okay. And that's uh, back when I still that's back when I still played it regularly. Okay, cuz like if there were more options to choose from, why would you go like, "You know what? I have all these choices. I'm going to go with Green Lantern." No, that was just no, that was just the first one that came out. Unfortunately, it's the Green Lantern power is based on the at the time new Green Lantern movie. So like <laughs> oh. he makes he makes you so so you make like hard light oh. Gatling guns and stuff like that. Is there a special move where you make two jets that hide that tie a bunch of chains to a dude and throw them into the sun? 
I don't know about the sun. I'm pretty sure the jets are there, though. I don't know. I didn't level that character high enough. Does the costume look like it looks like it has different texturing from the rest of reality? No, 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 no. The costumes aren't bad. Although you don't act well, I mean, you can wear a Green Lantern costume, but like for the most part, you can dress up however you want. Like the only the only difference is if you have hard light powers, you always have the ring, and if you're if you're a hero, you're green, and if you're a villain, you're a yellow, and that is it. Because a couple years later, they introduced the Red Lantern powers, which I had quit the game by then, so I don't know what that's like. But uh, the Red Lantern powers are, I'm assuming, are various flavors of vomiting lava. Yeah, probably. They're called Rage. So I've, yeah, I haven't I seen them in action. I don't think Red Lanterns can actually make constructs. Uh, I don't know. I'll have to look that up, actually. Or maybe, you know, maybe I'll actually like spend some money and buy that power, but I probably won't. I yeah, you'll extend, the life, any- you'll extend the life of this game by another two days. Oh, boy. No, so see, since since I've been gone, there's there's lightning power, earth power... Uh, explosives power, like light and darkness power, which is both the same thing. It's called like celestial energy. There's like space time, uh, Captain Atom-esque powers. There's the Red Lantern powers. And then there's water, which they were talking that was going to come out soon back like when I played it three years ago. And apparently it only just recently came out. So they were sure taking their time with that one. Okay, yeah, Red Lanterns can use constructs, I guess. Okay, I read I a prefer- comic where there was one fucking new lantern who could fucking make constructs, and everybody was like, holy shit, he can do constructs? Everybody can do constructs, apparently. It's just a different color of uh, energy, for the most part. Yeah. And if you're Larflees, they contain the souls of the people you murder. Ah, yes. Good old good old Mr. Orange. Yeah. Easy, so- buddy. So, anyway... uh. Like I said, I I didn't actually get very far into the post-game back when I first played it because, you know, that thing can drain your soul. Yeah. But now that I can just click now that I can just click a button and go right to level 30, I might actually do that. Just to, you know, skip that part cuz I was playing the story mode just for the hell of it, but you know, when you're level 30, most things go down in one hit. Now it's like, ha! I'm I'm Professor Zoom, and I'm here to kill you. And then I hit him with my staff once, and he was defeated. Yeah, this game, and also like I think Elder Scrolls Online, they both released updates that let you just kind of skip to level caps. So you can just go do fucking whatever. Yeah, a lot of a lot of games, well, because it's a lot of people like they want to they want to introduce the newest like advanced thing, but then like it's like, oh yes, but you have to spend like months grinding to get to it, and most new players don't want to do that, so. So they could just they could just change it. They could just like change the XP ramp. So it's like instead of going out and killing boars for like fucking five hours, you just go out and kill one boar. Oh, I'm level five. Then you can go do something else. Then like so, we actually are playing. And it's not just well, I bought the thing and now I'm at fucking previous level cap. So let's just I don't know shitting somebody. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it's just, just like it's just like did this. It's like power level them through the early game by just changing the ramp of what of what, how, how much XP you actually get. So that they still go through all the shit that people put a hell of a lot of time into. That's actually but a good like idea. One tenth this, but like one tenth the time. That's actually a good idea, but I guess it's too hard to program or something. I don't know. So yeah, most MMORPGs these days is like, hey, you want to just skip to the new stuff? Bam, hey, yo, kid, you want to get some fucking? Yeah. 
I see you new to the game. You want to reach level fucking fifty? Yeah, Star Wars: The Old Republic did the same thing. Where it's like, hey, yeah. hey, you want to you want to be uh, level fifty? Bam, you are. I think the only thing that hasn't done it so far is WoW. No, WoW. I, WoW had a thing. WoW had something similar. I think. I, no, I thought it was like you. The only thing I remember like WoW doing for like capping level stuff is that like you could play the game for free to level twenty. That is true, but I th- I think I th- I think now they do it. I don't know. I haven't played WoW in a very long time. Yeah, I, I haven't played WoW think- since they announced that you'd be able to play for free to level twenty. I played it. Th- I haven't played WoW since like I haven't seen WoW since Cataclysm happened. So likely a <laughs> lot of things are different now. Yeah, I think they released that update around like the Mists of Pandaria or something. Yeah, with the pandas. Yeah. Which which looked kind of cool, but I was like, no, 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 I put this behind me. Yeah, it's like, I'm it's a fan of Kung Fu Panda. It's 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 for the best that uh, I should not go back to that. Yeah, because then it would be just every week. Well, I've been playing WoW. Those are oh, I've been playing WoW. You know, killing some boars, getting some levels, getting some fat loots. Yeah, then once every three months. Well, I play. Well, I play Super Robot Wars. Yeah. Now, more like once a year now, unfortunately. <laughs> They're only releasing one game a year and not two. So, the hard part about jumping levels is that, like, if you haven't played this character before, you're going to have no clue what you're doing in the parts where not only are you supposed to know what you're doing, but other players are depending on you to know what you're doing. So, you know, just what they want yeah, is you- for a. A guy in a raid to be like, hey, I just press a button and jump to level 30. I don't know what any of my powers do. I hope you're not counting on me to heal you. <laughs> yeah, again, you just have a quicker ramp so that way you so that way people can like actually get some time to like learn what they can fucking do. Yeah. DCU isn't that bad because occasionally they drop in like, you know, established DC characters to help you as like NPCs. Like you're fighting Bane and all of a sudden Nightwing appears and he helps you fight, which is good if you're alone, except. Not when you're level 30 fighting a level 10 dungeon. Then you just punch Bane once and that's the end of that. <laughs> Nightwing is like, hey, I'm, oh, you're done. It's like, don't worry, newbie. Batman's here to, oh, wait. Oh, man, you're done. Never fail. Superman is, oh, everyone's dead. Yeah, everyone's, everyone's, well, no, no, no captured. <laughs> yeah, everyone's captured because you know? DC heroes no, don't no, kill. Not even captured because, like, you go back, you want, it's like, hey, I want to run the dungeon again. Oh, it's Bane. He's back. I guess he got out of jail. Fargo, Fargo. Yeah, yeah. The capture yeah, so pods were developed by Arkham Asylum. I went. Yeah, I went to Arkham for five minutes again. Was the Joker there? No, the Joker's the Joker's never in Arkham Asylum. He's like he's like one of the mentors. So like, was you know, Harley Quinn? You have you have him talk to you in your ear. I've never actually played a character with the Joker mentor though. Was the Mad Hatter there? I don't think the Mad Hatter is actually in the game, which is surprising. Because they have like a whole lot of obscure characters. Was Firefly? Characters. Was he? I don't know. Was Clue Master? I know. I know Captain Marvel was in it, and then at one point they they ran they changed his name in game to Shazam as like one of the first big renames of the characters. Yeah, that is how yeah. old that is how old this game is. Yeah, it's, it's so old. When it first came out, he was still called Captain Marvel. <laughs> oh man. I fucking hate that. I fucking hate the calling him Shazam. Uh, maybe one day they'll change it back. Doubtful. 
Probably not, though. Because Marvel has a very popular book out right now called Captain Marvel. Yes, and they're going to have a likely very popular movie. Yeah, also called Captain Marvel. Meanwhile, DC will have likely a very unpopular movie by modern movie standards. Which is to say, enough movie to enough movie to fucking buy a small nation, but not quite the same amount of the second week. Something like that. Like they considered fucking Batman v Superman a giant flop because it only made like fucking almost a billion. Yeah, and they were counting on like you know yeah they were counting on like numbers. five billion. Also, Batman versus Superman was you know, dog shit. Not yeah, not very good. Just the fucking worst. I mean, I I didn't hate it as much as I thought I would, but I mean, you know, it's probably because I when you go in expecting something is going to be the worst ever, you really can't be let down by it. It was one of the worst movies I've ever seen. Like for me, my dad oddly liked it for some reason. Yeah, for me, it is like top ten worst movies I've ever seen. Yeah. Well, he didn't. He didn't. He. I mean, he didn't think it was like a great movie. But he's like, I mean, I thought it was all right. I don't know what you. I don't know what all you comic guys don't like about it. Well, then, do I have a three-hour-long YouTube video segment for him to watch? Oh boy. Speaking of which, you know what? You know what isn't referenced in DC Universe Online at all? The DC Cinematic Universe. Batman. Yeah, Batman versus Superman. Well, they 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 do like. They they like like I said when the Green Lantern movie came out like there was a sudden focus on Green Lantern stuff so like they kind of that is that is not the DC Cinematic Universe that is that is their early attempt at trying to do something and then just oh that's right falling flat that's, in their fucking dicks I was gonna say that's right Green Lantern wasn't in Justice League was he nope not even mentioned oh geez he's been mentioned more in the TV shows than he has been in the cinematic universe. Because in the shows, they go to a Ferris airfield. Yeah. And they mention the emotional spectrum. I mean, I heard I heard the, the, the TV show's crossover was apparently a better Justice League than the actual Justice League movie was. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was kind of fucking great. A bit fucking lopsided and real weird, but it had a lot of really good moments. Characters were characters. Characters were characters and not, you know. Yeah, and we got to return to fucking Captain Cold. Yay. Who is the best. Yay. Yeah, Wentworth Miller got to keep acting for a bit more. But now he's going off to get fucking married to his boyfriend or whatever. Something like that. The character, not Wentworth Miller. I don't know what he, I don't know what his deal is. He's, he's Wentworth Miller and that's what he is. Yeah, he just is. <laughs> He's like, I mean, he's hasn't he said like, okay, I'm done like three times and then like still come back? Yeah. Because alternate Earths and time travel mean it doesn't matter how many times you die, you can always return. Welcome to comics. Back to video games. Yeah, back to video games. So, uh, yeah, so I'm currently um, replaying the past uh, eight years in DCU Online with their new update and... Uh, I tried to get into another free game called Tree of Savior, but when I installed it, I got an error message. Have you ever played that game? I've never even fucking heard of it. Oh, really? It's I mean, it's like it's like an anime-esque, you know, free RPG-esque thing, like Elsword, I guess. It sounds Korean. It, it is Korean, I think. 
I don't know. All I know is it it was it, it came up on Steam. It was free. I was like, yeah, sure, I'll give it a shot. But when I installed it, I got an error message. So, yeah, this is looking hella Korean. I think the only like in the recent years, in, yeah, in recent years, um, the only real like free to play online shit that I've played, yeah. Has been, I think, all from Nexon. It was this. There was this like mech fighting game kind of thing. I think it was called X Steel. I think I heard of that. Yeah, you just get in a fucking giant robot, go into an arena, and fight. It's a third person shooter, and you're as giant fuck off robots. Sounds like my thing. It was discontinued about eight years ago. Oh, damn it. Why are all the good games discontinued? And then the other one I played was a... Mm. It was this weird kind of... Like, Smash Brothers-esque fighting game. Uh, I think it's called... I think it was... Dungeon Runners? No, it's going to be Dungeon Runners. No, it wasn't Dungeon Runners. I was actually looking at Dun- every single one Dun- of these fucking games. Dun- Dungeon Fighter? Dungeon Fighter, maybe? Dungeon Fighter Online? Maybe. You're like a little fucking anime dude. Like a little tiny anime person, and then you just fucking go nuts. I mean, there's a lot of games where you're a little tiny anime person. It's kind of a thing these days. Okay, no, it was not Dungeon Fighter Online. Okay. No, you were like a po- you were like a polygonal. Yeah, you were a polygonal um, anime person, like big head, big anime eyes, and you, you you essentially just like fought other people and leveled up, and then you got to like choose fighting styles. And every time you went into an arena, it, every time you went into an area, it was just, hey, we have this area. Power-ups fall down that, like, help you out, like, give you more power or whatever. And then sometimes you get to the moving stages where the, where the platforms move and shit. And then if you fall below the screen, then you just die. It was really weird. And I have no idea why I played it. Because it was free? Uh, probably. I mean, I mean I'm going to say it's, it's, not, it's not like I played DCU online again because I really wanted to play DCU online. It was just free. And I was like, I have to play something. I'm bored. I don't know, my PS4. Yeah, that's, yeah, okay, fair. For me, it was, <laughs> I mean, for me, it was like, I want to get into PC gaming, but my laptop is really shitty. I don't have any money, so, yeah, let's just get yeah. this fucking thing. I think it was Rumble something? That sounds familiar, but. Yeah, Rumble Fighter. Rumble Fighter. I think, I, yeah. That's what it sounds fucking familiar. was. Don't think I've played it, though. Yeah, you got this little, like, cel-shaded play little anime, dude. And then you can just fucking go nuts. There are all, kind, there are all kinds of, like, fucking costume options. Yeah, I think pretty much every single... Pretty much every single thing you can buy in the game was purely cosmetic. Sounds familiar. A lot of games are like that. Yeah, and some of them were like, hey, you can be your first Sona, or hey, you can be this anime dude you love, or you can just oh, be God. 
Or you can really like live up to your name of like XX Sephiroth XX 69. Like I'm watching a fucking trailer right now and one of the dudes was just a black one-winged angel. In like demon anime pants. And no shirt because why would you ever wear a shirt? Why would you wear a shirt if you're an anime character? Especially if you have a, what does he have the one black wing? Yeah, the one black wing. Of course. But he, but he, does, but he doesn't have the long white hair. He has the short crew cut black anime protagonist hair. Damn you, Kingdom Hearts. That <laughs> wasn't the thing until you did it. <laughs> oh, what the shit? The, the download size for the game is one megabyte. That sounds astronomically small. Okay, so, so the so system requirements, minimum storage, one gigabyte available space. Recommended storage, one megabyte available space. Is this like an old NES game? No, this was... This was PC, man. Straight is it designed up. In the, is, it, is it designed in the, the veil of an old NES game? Because that sounds very small. Nope, it is... I'm assuming it's... I'm going to assume it's a typo. I'm going to assume Probably. they meant to say one gigabyte. That would make a little more sense. So, yeah. Look at all the reviews. Just This community is legit retarded. I mean, a lot of communities are like that. So, you know. How bad? Uh, it is currently mixed. On Steam. Was, are, there, are there any like terrible reviews that stand out? Uh, there's one that's a few paragraphs that I'm not going to fucking read the entirety of because we're fucking recording. Okay, no, we don't need to do that. Because when you said the community was retar- retarded, I thought that meant like th- there was no, no, that, that, that was the opening line for one of the reviews. Oh, okay. I, I thought I thought you like thought like you could tell from a glance that like. All of the reviews were, were just dripping idiocy. I was going to say, oh, wow. Oh, no, this guy That's... played 30 minutes. Seems fair. And says this community is re-ta-erded. Because there is a period separating the A from the rest of the word retarded. I, I guess that means he's enunciating it. They must be really dumb. Yeah. I won't recommend this. I won't recommend this to anyone if you're new, because most of the time you'll get kicked out of the room or play solo or play solo in adventure mode. Also, the game is dead, anyways. Sounds like when I tried to play Team Fortress too. Yeah, fuck that booted. game fucking died. I, I was booted almost immediately because they're like, "We don't need another sniper. Go play a medic." Well, I don't know how to play a medic. Well, then go away. Gee, thanks, guys. I thought this was supposed to be a real welcoming community. It was once it was once upon a time, but then it fucking died. Is there a Team Fortress three coming? No, is Overwatch that why it died. Oh right, Overwatch. Overwatch is a thing. But then also, like, just the game itself. The game itself, like, James would probably be a better person to talk to about this. But apparently, just over the course of that over the course of that game's development, after like Man vs Machine, I think. Yeah. Everything just started going to shit for that game. Is that when they started focusing entirely on novelty hats? No, they started focusing on novelty hats before Man vs. Machine. Okay. But there was just something that happened. I don't know what, but just the community started getting way more toxic. Everybody everybody who was, like, not a horrible person started leaving the game. 
The game itself just started turning to shit, apparently. And then Overwatch happened, so the people left playing fucking Team Fortress 2 are the assholes who who are refusing to play Overwatch because it just is kind of Team Fortress 2, but better. And so they just sit around playing with other TF2 elitist assholes. Clearly they're just sitting around waiting for Half-Life 3. Yeah, which is never going to fucking happen. Or Team Fortress 3 at this point. Which is never going to fucking happen. Or what has Valve released recently? Uh, Portal 2. That was not really recently. That was like two years ago. That's the last thing I can remember Valve releasing. That was a video game. Well, of course, because they have people playing Team... Well, actually, no, they don't even have people playing Team Fortress 2 anymore, so... Get to work. Do something, or you're going to end up like the guys who made Marvel Heroes. And we know (laughs) what happened to them. It looks like the last thing that Valve released that was a game... Was the lab, which is a Vive tech demo essentially. After that, before that, it was Dota 2 in 2013. Yeah, Valve doesn't really make games anymore. What does Valve do anymore? Own Steam. Oh. Okay. In that case, I guess they don't really need to make games anymore. Yeah, they don't really need to release games anymore because they essentially have a monopoly on PC gaming. They're like, oh, other people make the games for us. Yeah, all, all we got to do is have a platform that works most of the time and not answer anybody's fucking requests. It sounds fair. And then we make all the money and don't have to do a fucking thing. Anyway, so what have you been playing? Well, I've been playing a few things. So first up, I beat Doom, finally. Like I've I've been, I've been sitting I was sitting at that one save point for like fucking four months. Turns out yeah. I was I was at the save point directly before the final boss fight. Did you become a zombie afterwards? Uh, no. Oh, no. Um. So I should say, uh, kind of going back to that very brief discussion that we had a few episodes ago about video game difficulty, I was playing the game on normal. Up against the final boss, I was getting my ass whooped because I suck. So I knocked it down to easy. And I had way more fun. For shame. And I actually fucking beat the boss. And I was like, yay, I'm done. Everything's fucking coming to bases. Who do you think you are, me? (laughs) Like This is too hard. I'm going to put it down to easy. There, take that. Yeah, so I did that and actually was able to have some more fun with the game, beat the final boss, and then got the sequel tease, where the evil robot who sounds like a cross between Michael Ironside and Optimus Prime stole the hell key and then sent me to somewhere because the energy is important. Sequel tease. Basically. I I'm now way more comfortable playing fucking games on easy mode now because I would just because I could just fucking sit there and go like because I, I it it was a very noticeable shift from how much I was actually enjoying the game 
Because like the game was uh, the game was a lot of fun, and like even playing on the even playing on like medium, it was difficult, but I was still having fun with it. It was just getting to that last boss and going like, oh, okay, I fucking need to bump, bump it down to easy because I just want to fucking beat this. It eventually became it was just a thing of I was I was dying enough times in the same area that the game was becoming less fun for me to play. Sounds familiar. Yeah, so that did I apparently apparently I'm now all for playing games in easy mode. Uh moving some on, would, I some would some would think less of you for that, but I won't. Yeah, moving on. Uh, I rebought Dragon's Dogma. Speaking of games being stuck at for a while. Yeah, it was like 14 bucks. So I was like, yeah, I'll fucking get this. Did you get past the Hydra? Uh, I don't even think I got to the Hydra. Jeez. How far did you get? I got to the next settlement. You mean the uh, the guard place? Yeah, I got All to the, the guard encampment and found the second pond summoning stone or whatever. Yeah, that is where the Hydra will show up once you do whatever you do there. Like and then I was like, I there. am not having fun playing this. It's like I the, the combat is kind of what kills it for me. It is just way too imprecise. That is true. Like fighting goblins... On the road or whatever. I had a hard time stabbing them. Because they were so fucking small. That they. So fucking small and quick. That they just fucking moved out of the way. And then my fucking combat animation took over. And I couldn't turn to actually hit them. When they were five feet to the left of me. What were you playing as? Rogue. Oh. That's weird. So was I. Huh. Yeah. And so I was like. Just, is there a lock on? Please tell me there's a lock on or something. Like this is. Dark Souls. Man. Fucking lock ons. I think you can lock on. I couldn't fucking find it. I don't know. I haven't played it in like a month since I got stuck in that room. Yeah, and so I got to that fucking bit, and I was like, I'm not having fun playing this at all, so I just returned it. Oh, well, I mean, yeah. We'll be st- stuck at the Hydra for a month, then me stuck at a wall for a month. I'm still at that wall. <laughs> Defeated by a wall. Yeah, so then I decided to try to, uh, for the first time in like three years, I opened up Uplay. Because I have Uplay installed on my computer. Mm, okay. And reinstalled two old games that I wanted to play again. Uh, the first was Rayman Legends. I fucking love this game. It is so fucking fun and charming with a fucking amazing art style and great gameplay. It, it's... I, I don't really know what to say because it's just it's very not, cute. It's, it's like very weird, cute looking. It's just not like weird wank shit. Just it is really precise with the fucking platform. It, it, wank I'm, away. Yeah, I'm able to fucking play that game and just kind of zone out. Like I'm not gonna say it's easy. It's not. It's not like some fucking like Kirby shit where you just go in. And there's no harm. There's no fucking danger whatsoever. Like there is challenge in that game. That's stuff you got to do. Like there are like I'm, currently, I'm going through all the invaded stages, trying to get all the lums in them. Well, not lums, uh, teensies, teensies. Nope, lums. I'm trying to get the lums. Teensies are the fucking coins, basically. 
Yes, I'm going through trying to get all the lums, and with the invaded stages, they are all time trials. So you have 40 seconds to clear a stage in order to in order to get all the teensies, or to get all the lums. And if you fail, then the rocket fireworks that they are tied to launch off into the sky and kill them. And I've been doing pretty all right so far. I think I'm like only 18 lums away from having all 700. 700 lums? Yeah. That's a lot of lums. Uh, each stage on average is like 10. What are lums exactly? Lums are collectibles, essentially. Like, like the big thing with the game is that um, evil dudes, evil lums came from fucking space or whatever. And kidnapped all the other lums and put them in cages and tied them up and gave them to their minions to just fucking fuck with. So then Rayman, so it's up to Rayman and his friends to go through all the stages and save them all. They are hidden away in areas. They are, they have like the the every so every stage is like ten regular lums that you just find walking around doing whatever. But then there is a king and queen lum on most stages. That are hidden away in special little alcoves that have their own essential challenge stage behind it. Some of them are like platforming things. You have to like go through a fairly complicated little maze thing or whatever. Other ones are like some of them are like you're hanging and you got to rotate this giant fucking wheel that has a that is like a fucking there's its own path in it with its own hazards. You got to like rotate the round to avoid. It's all really cool. And it all works. Like one thing that I will say is that they said that a couple stages they have a bit too many face buttons you have to hit at the same time. Like you got to be able to like jump and then be, and then while while holding the A button also reach up and hit the Y button to cut a rope. Otherwise, you just fucked. What are the little black balls with evil demonic eyes and big teeth? Yeah, yeah, those are the enemies. Okay, all of them. Some of them. Some of them okay, are just like weird black balls with giant eyeballs. Some of them are like weird little goblin creatures. Some of them are just like fish. I was going to say, I pull up a picture and I'm like, what are these abominations chasing you? Yeah, and so every stage is kind of developed. It's kind of like broken out into their own little things. Like there's like the castle stage, underwater stages, um, like cyberpunk, steampunk stages or whatever. And all of them are, and all of them do really fit to their aesthetic. Like, the, like while the enemies do kind of keep from stage to stage, like, <coughs> sorry, like in the, like in the castle stage, they'll be fighting like weird little goblin creatures, and then uh, on, like, like the fucking like ice stage, you're fighting the same goblin creatures, but they have some ice on them. Or you're in like a jungle stage, and there's a dude with like a leaf fucking, there's a dude with like a leaf parachute that's kind of like parachuting down on you. And then you got to and then you fight the same one in the desert stage. And on the underwater stage, you just fight Sam Fisher. But he's a toad. Just one guy? No, it no, it's like there are there's an enemy type that's introduced in uh that's introduced in the underwater stage that is a that is like a standard frog enemy because there are frog enemies. And but he is wearing a full like black tactical suit with the Sam Fisher tri goggles. And the first time you see him, he's like in, you're like in the dark, and you just see his fucking green eyes drop down from the ceiling, and then shoot a, shoot a ball of electricity at you because it's fucking Rayman. Yeah, all the stages are just a lot of fun. There's a lot of like really inventive stuff behind them. Uh, some that you see repeated, like with 
like with um like air vents and like rotating fucking platforming things that you have to like jump through in specific ways. But it's all very fun, and they like each stage, each like set of stages introduces something new, at the very least. And yeah, it's all just fucking fun. You said fun like ten times now. Yeah, because that's kind of the only way I really can describe the game. It is just, just a very just saying. It's just a very simple fun game that at the end of all the stages kind of turns into a rhythm game. Because the because at the end of all the stages, after you clear out everything and, fe- and beat the final boss of the stage, you get a special last stage where they take a where they take a relatively popular song and then redo it with like kazoo's and shit. Oh no! Like, Not like a the first rhythm game, yeah, and it's like, and it is, it is platforming stages. It is just like you run and jump. That's all you do. Well, run, jump, and attack. That's all you do, and you kind of do it to the rhythm of the song. While the while the while the stage, while the stage itself actually reacts to the song that you're pl- that's playing. Like the first one that you do is um, Black Betty. You're just running along, and then all of a sudden, just the background music just starts playing Black Betty. And the enemies in the stage react and actually sing harmony to the fucking chorus. Jeez, that sounds weird. Yeah, and then you get to the um, and you get to the desert stage, which is very like Dia de los Muertos based and the design aesthetic because they're like skeletons with the with the Dia de los Muertos designs on all of them and shit. And yeah, and there it's playing "Eye of the Tiger" on flamenco guitar. I kind of want to see this now. It's really cool. It's a lot of fun to play. The music is really good. And it, it essentially turns the game into a rhythm game at that point, which is... Which works. The game just fucking works. All the, all the stuff that it sets up to do and does, it does incredibly well. And hell, it even has a whole other game inside of the game. Because this game is a sequel to Rayman Origins, and inside this game is Rayman Origins. So it's like Castlevania, the PSP version. Yeah, yeah, essentially, you just yeah, like whenever you, whenever you, like, so at the end of every stage, you get the the teensies that you got, which are the coins that determines how many medals you get, and if you get a certain number of them, you get a lottery ticket. You can then scratch off the lottery ticket, and that will unlock new stages. That will unlock like one of like four things, I think. Um, you'll get more teensies. You'll get you'll get some lums. Which will actually count towards your lum total of seven hundred. Uh, you will get creatures that can that like will give you more teensies and shit, and it will and you will be able to get stages from Rayman Origins. And it is and it does seem like some kind of, it does seem kind of like a it does seem kind of like a lottery thing like people are bitching about now, but it is all completely within the game. There is no buying anything, and once you get once you get fucking lottery tickets from every stage, you will have unlocked every piece of content in that game. It'll just be a matter of going into the menu and actually scratching off all the tickets individually. Which, bit of a hassle, but eh. Yeah, the game's just simple. And fun, apparently. Yeah, simple. Not a whole lot of story. Not a whole lot of fucking complicated shit happening. Just go in. Play these levels. Not too hard, not too easy. Just a real punch the dudes. fucking relaxing game. There's no evil witch trying to kidnap your sister or anything. 
Uh, no, but it is it is trying to take over the. There is a bunch of evil dudes trying to take over the world, but you eventually just punch them into space, where they fly into a pig's butthole and then end up on a planet where a bunch of demons are poking them in the butts with fucking pitchforks that make music. Sounds like hell. Kind of is, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of every stage, you punch you punch the bad guys to hell. But like space hell. Pig space hell. Yeah. Uh, so that game I reinstalled was Far Cry 4. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah, I don't own Far Cry 3. And Far Cry 5 <laughs> is still a bit of a ways away. And I won't be able to afford it when it comes out. Actually, maybe I will. Refresh me on the story of 4. They all kind of blend together after a while. So with Far Cry 4, you are AJ Gale. Or AJ Gale. Uh, you're returning to the um, mountain nation of... Insert name here that I can't remember. Uh, to return your mom's to uh, bury mom's ashes, she has died. Uh, right. And to return your to your homeland. Uh, as you get back there, uh, your bus is immediately hijacked by the local <laughs> by the local army and the dictator, uh, pagan men, who was like in one of the early waves of like the whitewashing controversy by having by everybody assuming that he was a white guy. Which he's not. He's a he's a local. He's from the he's from the country that you are in that you are in. Just a bit lighter peg just a bit lighter pigment. Whatever, yeah. He's like he's like, hey, I'm a friend of your mom's. Let's go fucking hang out, bro. And then you escape when the fucking rebels invade and end up joining the rebels to go fuck up pagan. Isn't that isn't that the one where like if you just sit there and don't do anything, like yeah. The game ends immediately because he's like, okay, I'm back. Let's go scatter your mom's ashes. Yeah, basically. Yeah, as the joke ending. Yeah, uh, you are in You're at. You're in his house having dinner, and he has to go take a phone call. Like if you just sit there for 15 minutes, he'll come back, having finished the phone call, take you to where you need to go to drop off your mom's ashes, and then put then put you in one of his attack helicopters so you can just go fuck shit up. Sounds funny. His words. Yeah, that game, I... Playing it again, it is very much the, the Ubisoft game. Back when I played it, I think I don't think I had, like, a really firm grasp of what the Ubisoft game was yet. But now that I do, yeah, that is very much the Ubisoft game. Which is, for those who don't know... You climb towers to unlock parts of the map that to open up parts of the map that have more that have more mini that have like more mini quests and stuff in it to in order to be able to unlock more towers. Rinse what and repeat. Tr- what happens if you try to go past your uh, boundary? Does anything happen? Uh, it will say turn back now and then have a timer. If you don't, then okay. it just ports you back into the map where you're supposed to be. I'm I'm because I'm, I, I remember in two like if you if you went before somewhere before the game wanted you to go like all of a sudden your disease would kick in. <laughs> And and you'd miraculously be out of pills. And then, like, you'd fall over and the guy would pick up and be like, I told you not to go that far. Yeah, nothing like that. It's just, it's just beep, 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 and then you're back where you're supposed to be. Oh. Kind of lazy. Well, you can't always have a debilitating disease, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. But, yeah, this, yeah, Far Cry 4 is kind of Far Cry 3, but worse. Like, Pagan Min is not as fun a villain as Voss. The island itself, the, like, the nation itself doesn't feel 
as as much of a place as the as the island in uh, Far Cry Three did. Your character doesn't make any sense in fucking four. Like in Far Cry Three, it is it is you land there. And if you want to get out, you need to fucking murder people. With AJ though, he's there to bury his mom's ashes. Yeah. And then ends up becoming the poster boy for the local militia. No reason for him to be there. It's like, yeah, it's like, hey, do you want do you want to get heavily involved in this civil war here? Yeah, sure, why not? Like, yeah, sure, it's not my country, and I don't know any of you fuckers, and I have no real reason to be here, but like, yeah, fuck it, I need to bury my mom. I don't know. I... Also, the fucking birds. The birds are dicks. Damn you, birds! Just I was I was going to capture I was going to capture a fucking base, going to capture a stronghold, and I was like scoping it out. Then all of a sudden, a, then all of a sudden, a tiger attacked me. And then, as I was getting ready to shoot the tiger, a falcon came down from the sky and just started pecking the shit at me. And then I got stun locked in between the bird and the tiger. Which could have happened in three, but it never did. So I'm going to blame four for that happening. I'm going to say, I didn't know the birds were so mean. Yeah, I don't remember birds being a big thing in three. But just in four, every once in a while, you'll just be walking along. All of a sudden, and then just you're just fucked. As a bird pecks your shit out. Can you kill the bird if there's no tiger? Uh, if you're a good enough shot, because the birds, once they finish attacking you, they fly up into the sky like little bitches. Oh, of course. It's like, hey, fuck ass, you can't hit me. And then they just take dumps on you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably going to end up just uninstalling Far Cry 4. Like, I don't think I ever actually ended up beating it, and I kind of don't want to. You don't want to save this poor nation you have no friends or family from, from the evil dictator who would have just let you go about your business if you didn't get up from that table? What a no. shock. Yeah, I'd much rather just become a crazy murder hobo on this jungle island or murder a bunch of religious cultists in the middle of Montana. I'm kind of looking forward to Far Cry 5. Does look interesting. Yeah. The Montanans, you can't trust them. Yeah, those fuckers with their tractors and their fucking trucker hats. Yeah, so I guess we'll I guess we'll see. That the game comes out at the end of the month. Around the time I would get paid, I believe. Yay. So yeah, Does able- it come out on Switch? Uh I don't think so. Let me double check let me double check that. Uh no. PS4, PC, Xbox. Of course. Actually, I'm not sure what to get it on either, because I, I kind of just want to go PS4, because it just like, it seems like the easier option. It's like, yeah, we'll just be able to play it. It'll be fine. But at the same time, I'm like, I got a PC. Do you have a good PC? I have a mid-tier PC. I'm going to say I wouldn't recommend. I can play Far Cry anything. 4 at about max specs.
Yeah, so I have double memory I need, I have one step up the processor I need, and I have the video <coughs> card recommended for 1080p 60fps high settings. So I guess we'll see when that day comes. I guess we'll see. I don't know. My PC certainly couldn't do it. Yep. But my PC is going to die die any day now, so. Yeah, but until then, I'll just fucking, I don't know, maybe play Blood Dragon again. Blood. That's another one I never actually finished. Yeah, I think I'll just I think I'll just play that. What about four? Did you finish four the first time? I think so. Oh, okay. Because I remember like going up to fight men, pagan men, and me having to choose sides between the two people in my fucking. There's kind of a moral choice system in this where there is two separate people leading the golden path, which is the like the rebel group. Is there actually a moral choice here or is it just like do you want this evil murderer or this evil murderer? No, like uh with like one side is well it's actually kind of shitty. Well is is a kind of a shitty moral choice. Like one of them is that the uh the guy wants to bring the country back to its traditional ways, which is we got these traditions, we got this shit happening, we got this shit happening, which would end up leading to the fucking horrible, terrible life of this small child who we've kind of been forced into a brotherly relationship with, I guess. And the other one is, no, we got to bring shit into the modern age by letting drug, letting fucking drug lords come in here, get our shit and fucking pay us for it. Because they're totally trustable. Yes, that's the moral decision. Have things revert back to like fucking earlier centuries where everything was shitty or have things in the modern century where everything is shitty. Doesn't sound like much of a moral choice there. Yeah, just two bad options. Choose the least worst to you. I think I ended up going with the one that made the country shitty like in the olden days because I wasn't going to be there anymore. I was like, yeah, it's That's your fucking point. country, dude. Do with it what you will. Peace. I'm out. Yeah. I'm going to go back to California the, uh... and like try to forget this ever happened. <laughs> I'm going to tell my fucking sister or whoever else or whoever the hell else lives there that they're assholes and that next time anything needs to happen, they're doing it. Yeah, have, have fun with your 19th century uh, misery here, folks. Yeah, I'm later, out. fuckers. Next, next time you have a problem here, we're just nuking the place from the sky. Yeah. Moving on. Uh, so the sexy brutal. This is a puzzle game. Oh no! Where you are in a dude's house, and you have to use time powers to stop people from being murdered. I think that's what the game was about. Yeah, like it starts out, you wake up in you wake up in this parlor room, basically. Just wake up, a lady covered in blood slides over to you and wakes you up, touching your fi- touching your mask, which then gives you special powers to like to like. So every servant in the mansion that you're in has been warped in some way to go commit a murder. And it is up to you, using the powers given to you by this blood lady, to go from room to room, 
stopping these things from happening and saving the people who are about to be killed. It's a bit of a dense puzzle game kind of thing because it is, it is a straight up puzzle game where you just have to like game out what you have to do, items you have to get, and what order you have to use them in in order to save this person. But you have to do it in like these huge, like these fairly sprawling areas with multiple rooms where you have to, where like things get mapped out as you're going along. Uh, you have to like listen in through fucking keyhole conversations to get like combinations or stuff to open up things, which then gives you items, which then you let you do this, this, and that. And you have to do it in a you have to do it in a set amount of time, or the game is over. And if you and if you just fuck up, you can then just reset time to like the beginning of the day. To go do all that shit again. And it's kind of cool. Like puzzle wise it's very in depth. And it is. Like I said very in depth. And it's just you have to go through all these fucking different areas. And remember this. And remember these fucking different events that are happening. And. That's fun. But. For right now, I think it's a bit too much on my plate with what I have for in terms of other stuff I'm playing because I'm currently playing like fucking nine different games that are going to last like 12 hours each. Jeez. Probably more. So I ended up returning that, but I'm going to end up, but I'm going to be buying it again at some point. I'm going to be buying it again because the, the game is pretty, the game is like relatively cheap. I think I bought, I think I bought it for like 20 bucks. What did you return it for? Uh, 20 bucks. Oh. Wow, that was easy. Yeah, it's Steam. Oh, that's true. I never return games on Steam. I just like put them aside and be like, maybe I'll play it later. I usually return them because I'm like, hey, I need... Hey, I played this game for a bit. I'm probably not going to play it anymore. And I need food. I need pizza money. Not just pizza money, like actual food food stuffs. Like, man. Jeez. Anyway, yeah, I, that's... The game also has a Maybe you should invest you should invest in a garden. Oh wait, you live in Canada. Yeah, I live in Canada and also I live in a house shared by like fucking 12 people. So that garden would end up being fuck. Also, I've had my I've had my mom ask me to take care of like the plants at her place whenever she goes away and I kill everything. Yeah, so do I. So you say, "Hey, make a garden." That garden is going to be a compost patch within an hour. I'm try- I'm currently trying to keep my mom's plants alive too. It doesn't work so well. Nope. Meanwhile, she's just like, yeah, I can just fucking do this whatever. And then I go there, I do exactly what she tells me to do, and it dies. Yeah, I'm just like I'm like pouring water in, like live, live. Yeah, live. Your I piece give of you shit. strength. Live. And it's like no. It's actually brutal. It's interesting, and it'll be a game that I'll be coming back to. But right now, I need food. Uh, moving on. Uh, so I, I played Knack. Knack was a PS4 launch title. You sound so ashamed that you've played this game. It's really bad. (laughs) Yeah, it was a PS4 launch title that was... I think the worst reviewed game of the original of the PS4 launch lineup. Really? Yeah, let me just see if I can actually what? pull up statistics on what people thought about this game. What's so bad about it? 
uh, like story, gameplay, technical wise, character design of the main character, gameplay, like a lot. Everything. Kinda, yeah. It's like, what's wrong? What's what's wrong with it? Everything. Uh, so it is a third-person action platformer with a fixed perspective. <laughs> so whenever you move into a new area, the camera will just automatically shift to the position it will be in for the rest of that area, and you can do nothing. And so. If the camera doesn't reorient, the camera like doesn't orient itself properly to the controls. There have been a few times where I like go to jump across like a very simple, pl- simple like fucking gap, and end up going like forty five degrees off to the right and falling into a fucking endless pit. Or I go to like dodge enemy attack and end up, and even though it does like the pause like time slowdown thing to go dodge, I then dodge directly into the attack because like I flick the stick in the direction I think I want to go and then it doesn't end up going the direction I want to go and ends up just going directly into the fucking guy's goddamn sword. And then I die in one hit because half the enemy attacks instantly kill you, the other half do nothing to you. And how many hits do you need to give them? Uh it depends on how big you are. Oh. Sometimes it's like 3 to 5, other times it's you walk in their direction. Yeah, the big thing with a uh, knack is that he is so knack is a knack is essentially like a little orb that Lego bits form around. And as you go through the level, you collect more Lego bits, which then makes you grow in size. And you grow and grow and grow until you reach an area where it artificially makes up a reason to remove all of your bits, bringing you down to like the regular starting size and you have to build it all up all over again. Sometimes it is like we have story reasons of like, oh, we need to get knack into this plane and he can't fit in this fucking two-seater biplane because he's got fucking... because he's the size of a goddamn house. Other times it's, you need to open this door that requires enough artifacts that make you shrink down to regular size. And yeah, so every once in a while, uh, you'll get other stuff, like you'll get wood that lets you set yourself on fire, which is neat, I guess. Yay, I'm burning now. Uh, You get ice, which gives you like a big fucking boost or whatever, but also will do other bullshit to you. I don't fucking know. You get glass, which lets you turn into stealth knack, which is not stealth at all. Enemies still see you immediately. Then why is it called stealth? Because you can move through lasers. Oh. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Yep, uh, and then there is uh, metal, which is your metal. Just magnets like you now. I, I, I don't know. All these fucking weird different versions of Knack you can play as. You play as them, you play as them basically twice throughout the course of the game in very confined areas and then never again. And I, it also is really like kind of technically bad too, because the game is all about just the game is all about particles. You are you are you are a fucking being made up of different fucking disparate parts 
that then you can fucking shoot out and do whatever to him. Whenever you do that, though, the frame rate just fucking tanks, going down to almost single digits sometimes. I remember games like that. Yeah, which is retarded because, like, this. You're the fucking. This this game was a launch thing for your platform. It was supposed to be. It was essentially a tech demo for check out our phys, check out how well this shit handles physics. Only to reveal that it doesn't at all. Just if if enough physics happens, the game fucking destroys itself. Story wise, it's just a fucking joke. Who made this game? Um, Sony. Jeez. They should be ashamed of themselves, it sounds like. They made a sequel. Oh, God. Was it any better? No. Oh, that was oh, that that was a sequel where people were like, why? Why? Yeah, everybody's like, wait, what? And what? Why? 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 Who would who why? would ever who would ever want a sequel to this? Apparently somebody. I guess. I think it might, have, it might have just been Mark Cerny. The guy who made it. I'm gonna say, did did anyone actually buy the sequel? I don't know. Sales numbers aren't really released for video games. That's true. See, I don't know. It could have been. It could have not been. I genuinely do not know the answer to that. Maybe everybody bought it being like, "Come on, they got. They have to have learned their lesson, right? Uh, they nope. wouldn't make this mistake. They wouldn't make this mistake twice. Oh yeah, they would." They're idiots. Yeah, the only reason I was, the only reason I actually played this game was because it was free on PS Plus. I was like, I've heard about this game. I might as well just fucking play it. I didn't even finish it. I got to the final boss, I'm, and he was just too much of a fucking hassle to deal with. So I'm just like, nope, fuck this, uninstall. I must see this horror for myself. Much like when I watched Batman versus Superman. No, actually, that's the thing. It is. It's not a horror. Like, I I read a quote describing Nickelback once that was essentially, Nickelback is doing nothing inherently terribly wrong, but because it is all so just below the level of good that it, it's, it's all, like, it's, the, Nickelback's essentially just close enough to being good that's infuriating how not good they are. So it's not offensively horrible, just astoundingly mediocre. Yes, which kind of makes it okay. worse. That's true. Because, like, at least cause like hor- setup wise and like things can be entertaining cause like, sometimes. Because, like, setup wise and I think aesthetic wise, there's something there. Because the setup of the game is that you live in this world. Did you die? You live in this world where everything is built off of artifacts. Artifacts are just these weird fucking geometric shapes from some long from some long dead society that are able to power everything. From your gun to your car. To your house. Pretty much everything is built up. But okay, I I did I I heard like I missed the entire first minute of whatever you were saying there. What were you talking about? You cut out. Oh, sorry. I was talking about uh, I was talking about the um the setup and aesthetic of the world. I think is actually something that has some potential to it. Okay. Yeah, like I like and and so like with with all these artifacts and stuff powering everything. Uh, the other the threat is that there are goblin hordes. Just people live in these fucking big ass cities that then occasionally get attacked by goblins. Eh, it's a threat. 
Yeah, and then the goblins start developing more and more advanced weaponry. So you go out and do stuff. Goblins are smart. Uh, Everybody in everybody in the world, um, the world has its own very unique art style. Very unique. Like it it has its own art style that I think works for everybody except Knack. Because I think Knack just looks fucking disgusting. Every time you say Knack, I think of that one Sonic character from the Game Gear game. No. I don't know who that is. Knack the we- Knack the Weasel. <laughs> yeah, Knack just Knack looks like a Knack looks like a fucking physics engine marketing department tried to come up with a character to market their physics engine, but none of them knew how to design a character. Jeez, he looks like he looks worse than a Michael Bay Transformer. Yeah. He looks like somebody just took a bunch of particles and mashed them together. And wait till he gets the other elemental shit in there. Oh, God. I don't even want to think of what that looks like. Yeah, just don't bother playing Knack. Like, even if it's even though it's free, it's not worth it. Why does it have PS4 and PS Vita co-op? Because fuck you. Just fuck you. That's why. Why does it have all these things? It doesn't look like it's good enough to deserve them. Just fuck you. That's why. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, so, I bought a bunch of 3DS shit, including a yay. new 3DS. Do you sell your old one for food? Uh, no, I sold it to my I sold it to my roommate for money to make the new 3DS I bought cheaper. Oh, oh, well, that's fair. Yeah. So I got a new 2DS XL. Because only the new, because only the, apparently, apparently only the new line of fucking 3DSs and 2DSs can play Super Nintendo games. And I want to play Super Nintendo games. So I bought it and then bought Mega Man X2 and Legend of Zelda Link to the Past. I mean, that's good and all, but you, you could probably just play them for free. Yeah, but I want to actually, but I want to be able to play them while I poop. Oh, I can't bring my I PC into the makes, bathroom to run an emulator in the to- in the toilet. I guess that makes a bit more sense then. Yeah. And so on top of that, I also bought a couple fucking actual games on cart. Uh, first one being Mario and Luigi Superstar Saga. This is another one that by the time I got to the end, I just started playing on easy mode. Just because fuck it. As a Mario and Luigi, uh, this is, I believe, the first Mario and Luigi game. It's not the first Mario RPG, but it is the first Mario and Luigi RPG. Yeah, is it? I think so. It's a remake of a Game Boy Advance game. Yeah, it probably might be. I mean, I know the first Mario RPG was Mario RPG. Yeah, back on the good old SNES. Yeah, this one was Game Boy Advanced originally. Is that the first appearance of Fawful? I think so. Okay, yeah, I, th- I think that was the first one. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's the first game in the Mario and Luigi series. So yeah, um, Mario and Luigi doing what they do, and then an evil demon person comes in and steals the voice of Princess Peach and heads off to the Bean Bean Kingdom. Mario, being Mario, wants some of that cake. And so he, so he agrees to go get it, and Luigi... 
being a good fucking person is going to be like, I'm not going to let my brother do this alone. Let's fucking go. So you head to the Beaming Kingdom, and when you get there, all kinds of fucking shenanigans happen, and you have to play an RPG. Uh, this is not the first Mario and Luigi game I played. I think I also played a uh, Dream Team, which I also really dug. Uh, I really like these games and the way that they handle like RPG stuff. It is very much a kind of kid friendly RPG because because it's less about just like hey we got elemental shit and like this let's change to that or whatever. It's it's more about just like timing and rhythm. Watch out! He knows about timed hits. Yeah, because like. Because every attack that you every attack that you do has timing to it, like the special attacks and the regular attacks. It's like there's a little circle that kind of fills up, and then once it gets full, hit a button, and then you're able to do maximum damage with the attack. Yeah, and then with enemy it, attacks, it it, 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 indica- it indicates it on uh, the screen, right? Yeah. Okay. And then with enemy attacks, every enemy attack can be either avoided or sent back to the enemy. So you so you could conceivably go into go into a fucking fight. And not take a single point of damage, even though you've been attacked like nineteen times. Yeah, the the very first RPG had that, but that was all like just timing and having to basically eyeball it. Yeah, and that's it what this is hard. too. But there is there is no gauge that like tells you. Well, it's, it's, so it's like, only it's, like, it's only that for your attacks. For the enemy attacks, it's just kind of oh. you just kind of look at them and guess. Oh yeah, that's what that was it. It's like. It's like you have to hit know when the best, the right animation frame to uh, hit the defense button was. Yeah. If you do that, they'll block. Yeah, and, and, and they have that here damage. too. Uh, and and take very little damage anyway. Yeah, and so over the course of the game, you get you get you know what you would expect from Mario game. He like Mario gets like fire hands, you get hammers. Uh, Luigi gets lightning hands, which I don't think is in the games, other games. Yeah, just Luigi goes just goes to a temple and then gets the ability to fucking shoot lightning out of his hands. Of course, you know, being Luigi and all, because because all that pent up rage is clearly turning him into a Sith. Yeah, totally. And yeah, the game is just about you going around trying to get uh, trying to get Princess Peach's voice back. Um, this game banks a lot on humor, and the humor more or less works. There are some jokes that run on a bit too long, like uh, you meet uh, the Prince of the Bean Bean Kingdom, and every time he shows up, he just fucking like whips his hair to the side, and it, and the world turns into like a fucking like shojo bubbles. If you know what I mean. Ah, uh, uh, he's one. He's one of those pretty guys. Yeah, but he's a bean. Makes sense. He's a bean who looks like the fucking sleepy prince that that uh, the fucking princess was gonna marry in Spaceballs. Oh, jeez. Prince Valium. Yeah, he looks like Prince Valium, but as a bean. <laughs> I never thought that combination would ever exist in my mind, and now it does. Yeah. Uh, but this game actually does a lot to give Luigi character. Like all the all the Mario RPGs, from what I under, from what I understand, really go out of their way to give Luigi like an actual character to him, which makes him way better than Mario, who is just nothing. He's just he's just the usual quiet guy. Yeah, he will do whatever you tell him to do, and then that's it. Like Mario, Mario does get a bit of personality. Like when Peach kisses him, whatever, he actually like begins like swooning and shit. Uh, he reacts to stuff happening. He seems to care about Luigi, but he doesn't talk and he doesn't do his usual, you know, 
Yeah, and Luigi also doesn't talk. Oh, Luigi doesn't talk? No, they're both just Charles Martinet doing, like, vaguely Italian-sounding gibberish. And then their catchphrases. Oh, that's interesting. Usually, like, Luigi talks and Mario doesn't. Yeah, but, like, with Luigi, uh, he... You see that he is scared a lot. Like, there are a lot of, like, a lot of scenes of him just, like, kind of, like, freaking out and just, like, clutching the sides of his hat and just, like, shaking uncontrollably. But he also, like, overcoming his fear and going off to do shit and helping. And he is fucking great about it. Fucking Luigi rocks. And it's also kind of weird having a game where Bowser spends, like, the majority of the game not being a real threat. I mean, that's Mario RPGs in general, I think. Yeah, like, like when you like when you head off to uh, the Bean Bean Kingdom, uh, your shit gets fucked and you, like, crash. But Bowser also crashes and loses his memory. And so he ends up becoming the seconding... It ends up becoming the fucking second fiddle to a really shitty thief. Who had to, who had to fight, like, nine times in the game because he keeps coming back after you beat the shit out of him. Then he eventually gets his memory back and leaves... Only to have his soul possessed by cac- by fucking Cacletta, who is the main antagonist for the game, who wants to like end Fair the enough. world. I think. Like her whole evil plan is to kidnap Princess Peach and then go to the Bean Bean Kingdom and steal the Bean Star, which is this magical, which is the magical fucking gobbledygook that when he hears the voice of a fucking pure innocent being, Princess Peach. Uh, she, they, it fucking wakes up and will grant amazing reality bending powers to whoever wields it. Which in this case will be Cacletta. Hmm. I don't really know what to say about like Mario RPGs. Cause Mario RPGs, like you kind of play one, you played them all. Pretty like, much. It's not a whole lot of. It's not, it's not like one or two, like like unique kind of things to each game. Not a whole lot changes in terms of in terms of like what you're actually doing. And with Mario and Luigi, like Superstar Saga like, uh yeah. I think it's Superstar Saga. Uh yeah, Superstar Saga. They don't really have that yet. Like that's this is kind of the game where they are figuring out how the Mario and Luigi formula works. So they don't have the so they don't have like the dream stuff, like going into Luigi's dreams and fuck with reality in there, or the Bowser's Inside Story stuff of you like fucking punching Bowser's kidneys to make him breathe fire. I remember, I remember that. Good times. Yeah. Here it's just like simple. It's an RPG. Yeah, the game's still really good, and it is a really good like introductory RPG. Uh, there's also like a second mini game kind of thing in it, like a second like side story thing called Bowser's Minions that I just didn't fucking play. I played one round of it and I was like, nah, fuck this. Cause like this weird, cause like this weird, like, like encounter based rock, paper, scissors kind of thing where you are playing as a soul Goomba who begins taking leadership roles and building up the Koopa Trooper to go rescue Bowser. And. That's it. I mean, yeah, it's kind of funny seeing like the Koopas try to shirk responsibility for what's happening because none of them are willing to take leadership roles. Like until 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 the like until, like the the Captain Goomba or whatever shows up, 
the Goombas are all just standing around in the corner and just going like, all right, should we go do something? I don't know. Who will be in charge? I don't know. I don't like leading. You do it. Which it's it's funny, but not really enough to carry a whole fucking game. Yeah, other than that, like the game's still fucking fun. Looks really good. Uh, they they did a really great the 3ds. There are a lot of really good looking games with the 3ds. I keep forgetting that. 3ds is pretty impressive. Yes. Yeah. Uh, moving on. Uh, I also got Devil Survivor Two. For 3ds. Yep. Ah, yes, I played that one. Yeah, this is the Shimigami Tensei game. Shimigami Tensei series. It's a spinoff of that. Uh, it's a more I think tactical RPG is the name for it. Yeah. Cause with, with combat, you start out in, you start, it's like a grid based system where you're just have like a little dude. You build your team of persona, which is you. And then two persona, one on each side of you. No, no, oh, no, sorry, no, no. Demons. demons, not personas. Demons. I'm sorry. I, I'm a persona fan. I know they're the same. Th- I know they're the same. They're the designs, exact same fucking but, creatures, know. but they're not personas. They're demons. They're not in your mind. They're real. Yeah. You summon them with your phone that you get from a website of you watching your friends die. This setup is fucking weird. It is. Well, yeah, it's like a grid-based system with you having two demons on either side of you. You go into an encounter, and it is one demon with two on either side of them. With one on either side of them, I mean. So three demons total. And then you just fucking go fight. And then once your turns are done, that combat counter ends. You get experience. <laughs> And then he moves on to the next guy's turn. And it's just kind of that over and over again. Yep. That's how tactical RPGs work. Yeah. And it still works like, like fucking Shimagama Tensei combat where it's elemental weaknesses. And once you, if you like exploit an elemental weakness or you get a crit, you get to go again. And the main combat stuff is if you fight and you take out the leader, which is the guy in the center, then combat just ends. So you can, uh, so you can like spend your time fighting the guys on the other side, not paying attention to the guy in the center, to just like to like get the max experience out of what you're doing. But that also leaves you open to being fucked, which I got, which I got fucked. In one of my combat encounters, I lost the entire party because I'm that bad. Yeah, that happens sometimes. Yeah, like I went, I went to that thing, and right before we went into that combat encounter where everybody died, we introduced the demon auction, which you have a demon summoning app, which is what you get all your fucking demons from, and you can go in there and essentially purchase demons with funds, and then add them to your party, which then gives you new skills and new all kinds of other shit. I didn't really get how the demon thing worked, so I went in there. Went into went went and did the auction for every single demon they had available, and didn't know how to actually use it. So I lost every single demon. So I only had the starting demons you get from the original combat encounter. It was terrible. Yeah, uh, at least you didn't get hit by a random light or dark spell and just instantly die. Yeah, fair. Yeah, so the uh, main thrust of the game is that you and your buddy uh, Daichi just finished up exams and upon finishing up exams uh, Daichi kind of forces you to sign up for a site called Nicaea which being a Shimagami Tensei game 
is a website with a mysterious background that eventually leads to you doing demon shit. This time, though, the site is kind of super fucked. Because it is a website that you sign up for that will then send you email updates of you watching your friends die whenever they're about to die. I don't know why anybody would willingly sign up for that out of just instead of out of just except for out of morbid curiosity. But I don't see it being a thing of like, yo, dude, you got to fucking check this thing out. It's fucking sick, bro. Like what Daichi does. Don't you want to see you and your friends die? Yeah, I also made the mistake of choosing the female guide who is the most annoying motherfucker you've ever heard. You ever heard? I mean, the guy isn't much better. I mean, probably not, but I'm assuming his voice isn't the fucking high pitched anime squeaky girl. Uh, no. Yeah, so. Lesser of two evils. And. Yeah, I haven't gone that far. The in females, the, the, the females, the canon one, too, I think. Yeah, I haven't gotten that far in the game yet. I've only just done. I've only just got the fourth party member. Because I have been. I've been a big part. A big problem that I have is just spreading myself across multiple games way too fucking thin. I'm getting myself way too fucking thin across games, so I have been I'm very much trying to just like streamline games, just like mainline games, and then once I get that thing done, I then move on to something else. I've been failing at it very spectacularly. But I've been trying. So I'm gonna finish up I think Ace Attorney and then go back and like play Devil Devil Survivor like for realsies. For real. Let's take it to Ace Attorney. I think I'm going to talk about is Ace Attorney. I was going to say, so how about that Ace Attorney? Yeah, I'm on, I'm on the final case of Trials and Tribulations, the final game in the original Phoenix Wright trilogy. And this one's weird. Mainly because there are two cases that don't seem to fit. So... In the game, I believe the second and fourth cases that you run, you are playing as, or it might have been the first, like one of the early cases and the second to last one, you are playing as Mia, Phoenix's uh, mentor, who was murdered in the first game. That's right. You are playing her, you're playing her first and second trials, but in reverse order. So the first case you play as Mia, you are playing her second, you are playing through her second case. Which is the murder of, which is the murder of a defense attorney that you worked with, who turns out is your boyfriend, uh, and trying to and trying to prove that, uh, and trying to get the, and all this and all, all this is happening while you are officially working on trying to prove that Phoenix Wright didn't murder his girlfriend's ex boyfriend, which is a whole other fucking thing. Yeah, so you go through all that, and the entire time you're just like kind of like pointing out, like, "Hey, hey, Dahlia Hawthorne, you're doing this, you're doing that, you're fucking fucked," and all this other shit. And you get to the end, and you get her arrested. She goes to jail, and everything is fucking solved. Does she have like the typical Phoenix Wright freakout? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, she, she also has a character. She also has a um, you know, the 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 character swap instead of just going really sweaty. It is, she spends most of her time just being like, oh, I'm the perfect angelic, whatever, I'm fucking great, look at all the butterflies around me. And then once you t- and then once you actually get her to reveal her personality, she then just turns into super bitch. 
Sounds like most cop shows. Yeah. Sounds like most Phoenix Wright games. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's most most crimes have been general. You know, you know, like the the, the criminal not not only is a criminal, they're also an evil criminal. Like the instant they're exposed, yeah, they're an evil they're mastermind. Like, they'll instantly be like, "Oh, really? Yes, right. I killed them, and I enjoyed it too." <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, you think you got me? Well, guess what? Well, guess what? I didn't rape that bitch, but if I did, she probably fucking liked it, and then just leaves. It's like, damn it, we can't get him. We don't have any evidence aside from that confession you just gave us. Yeah. Well, no, it's, it's just when, whenever, like, they're screwed, like, they, they've they been, like, completely ID'd and, like, they're definitely going to get convicted. They're always, like, you know. Then they just drop like, the facade and just turn, go full hog. Yeah, they instantly, they instantly turn evil and just be like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, nobody's right, like, jeez, it was an accident. Guess what, fucker? It's on. Yeah. Yeah, so after playing that case and getting her arrested, you then go, you then go and play the first case. Which is you failing to get her arrested. And it it also even tries to like So when when we when we meet her in the first case, she's she is under an assumed identity. So we know exactly who she is. Despite the fact that no one in the scene does. Okay. Which I find just really fucking weird. No, it happens. No, sometimes. I know it happens sometimes. It's just it is really fucking weird to me that that is how they went about doing it. You know, just just because something's uh, hidden from the audience doesn't mean. Uh, I mean, something's not hidden from the something's hidden from the characters doesn't mean it's hidden from the audience. No, I know, and that's how like Phoenix Wright works. Like a lot of times, we will see the murder happen. We'll see who the murderer is, and they have to go and convict that person of being the murderer. But this is different. Because this is not, hey, we know you're the murderer, so we're going to get convicted. This is, we know you're the murderer, but we also know that you don't get arrested here. It is just, we are playing this case like you play a regular case, but we know that we fail. Hmm. So it's just really fucking weird. I'm going to the final case now where I'm playing as Miles Edgeworth. Because Phoenix Wright is in the hospital because he fell off a bridge. He went in too deep. But yeah, speaking of Miles Edgeworth, actually, that's something else I want to mention. Um, in the in the two Mia chapters, either they were like DLC made like way after the game was released, or they just fucking somehow lost access to the sprites. But every character in that looks super fucking weird. They do that sometimes. Like, yeah, they had to redraw the sprites, and so Miles just looks nothing like Miles. He looks he looks like a fan version of Miles, which is really fucking weird, and I do not like it. This was like the remake of the original trilogy. Uh, yeah, because I think I think it was originally released on the Game Boy Advance, and then like, yeah, it was released on the Game Boy Advance, then it released on the original DS, then the Wii. Then it was repackaged and released on 3DS and iDevices. But I think the the original Game Boy Advance, and then like on when it came out to DS, they added extra chapters. So maybe that's why. Maybe. Yeah, I still fucking really love these games. And I also have Apollo Justice. So once I fucking finish up that, I'll be able to dive into that fucker. Which is the only, which is like of the core Ace Attorney games that are not fucking Miles Edward investigations. 
That's the only one I haven't played. Really? Yeah, I kind of skipped over uh, Apollo Justice because that was back before all the games were on like the fucking e-store. Oh. So the only way I could get it was to get a physical copy of it, which was like 90 bucks wherever I fucking looked or just not available. I think that was pretty rare. Yeah. But then I saw it was on there for 20 bucks. and I was like, fucking yes. Snap that shit up immediately. Yeah. That's what I've been playing then. On to news. So first up, according to sources talking to Kotaku, um, Activision is currently working on a remaster of the original Spyro the Dragon trilogy. Okay. Seems a bit unnecessary. Uh, Yeah, it is uh, set to be announced uh, in March with a release planned later this year. Uh, it does seem unnecessary until you remember the fact that Crash ba- the Crash Bandicoot trilogy remaster thing did really well. No, that's right. Yeah, so it'll be pretty much exactly like that Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy. Just those first three games with new graphics and a whole bunch of new shit and then released. So yeah, the, game, so yeah, the remastering will include the original Spyro the Dragon, uh, Ripto's Rage, and Year of the Dragon. And there also will apparently be some content that was cut from the original releases of those games put back in with the remaster. What was cut? Don't know. That This article just says, and there is the tantalizing promise of some content cut from the original releases of those games. That's all it says. Okay. I guess we'll find out. Maybe. So, yeah, um, no firm release date on anything. How about just, just Q3 this year? Uh, but one source apparently suggested that it might be coming out in September, lining up with the 20th anniversary of the series. Sounds about right. But yeah, so we'll be getting more details uh, in March. That was coming out with that. And in a similar vein to that, uh, there's also some rumors going around that there might be a new Crash Bandicoot game coming out in 20, 2019. Like an actual for realsy new Crash Bandicoot game. This is coming from the licensing source book Europe, which is some, I guess, industry book. I, mean, I guess the, it makes sense, but you know. Yeah, according to the piece in it, um, the Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy will be coming to PC and Switch, and there will be a just another game in 2019. Coming from, the licensing man- coming from the licensing manager of GBI, which I think is a poster store. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, further, on in the, further on in the article, um, Argyle, uh, Max Argyle, the licensing manager, uh, claimed that Activision has a five-year plan for the series. Which means we might be getting five more years of crash. Jeez. Y'all want some Crash? Y'all want to get some fucking Wampas? I mean, I didn't really think Crash needed anything else. Well, fuck you. To be honest. It does. Eat Activision's ass. Moving on. uh, So, Nintendo will be releasing a new edition of Splatoon 2 next month. 
It'll be called the, it'll be called the Starter Edition, and it will have the full game in it, um, a 100-page strategy guide, and two pages of Splatoon stickers. Of course. Because why not? Gotta have them stickers. Yeah, the game will be the same price as the standalone game, regular. It'll just have new shit for, I guess, people who've never played a video game before. Or, like, children? I don't know. I don't really see the point of this. Like, the Star Edition, it seems like it would be a... This seems more like some kind of weird special edition than a starter kit. A Star Edition is also a really weird name for it. Because, like, this isn't the kind of game that really requires a whole lot of fucking... There's not a whole lot of explanation needed to get into Splatoon. Just kind you of... ink people. Yeah, just paint shit and then get out. That's about it. I don't really see a purpose to this. But along with that news, I guess, uh, Splatoon, uh, Nintendo also revealed some new Amiibo. I thought they were discontinuing that. Apparently not. Huh. Yeah, there's going to be an Amiibo for Pearl and Marina. Marina? Marina? I don't fucking care. They'll be coming out later this year as a two-pack. We don't care. This is serious business. Yeah, there'll be a two-pack coming out of them, coming out with them, uh, for 25 bucks later this year. Yeah. There'll also be a new map, uh, a new weapon set, and some other shit coming out in a free update to the game. Hoopla. I don't have a Switch yet, so I don't really care about Splatoon 2 yet. Final piece of news. So you might remember a couple months back uh, when Battlefront 2 came out. We're back, everybody. Sorry about that. Discord occasionally hates us. Yes, it does. Yeah, so you remember um, back when a fucking, what was it, a Battlefront 2 came out and everybody was like fucking freaking out because loot boxes and shit? Oh, yeah. And various countries and states and stuff were like, we need to fuck that up. This is gambling. Well, Hawaii is making efforts to fuck that up. They introduced four new bills in the last month targeting exploitative monetization practices in video games. Oh, wow. I love Hawaii now. Yeah. So uh, the first two bills, um, House Bill 2686 and Senate Bill 3024. Uh, would prohibit the sale of any games featuring a system wherein players can purchase a randomized reward using real money to anyone younger than the age of 21. So essentially they're setting up a second kind of fucking ESRB rating. Whereas like no matter what the game is rated, if it has if it has this loot box shit in it, if you're below 21, get fucked. Yeah, you, you can't have that. Okay. Yeah, the other two bills, um, House Bill 2727 and Senate Bill 3025, would require game publishers to prominently label games that contained um, randomized purchase systems, as well as disclose probability rates for receiving um, loot box rewards. Yes. Die, loot boxes, die. So yeah, these bills were spearheaded by um, Representative Chris Lee uh, from Oahu, who said, quote, I grew up playing games my whole life. 
I've watched firsthand the evolution of the industry from one that seeks to create new things to one that's begun to exploit people, especially children, to maximize profits. And Chris Lee ain't having that shit, son. This guy is my hero. So yeah, uh, those bills are currently still in, still just the proposed, they're still just proposed bills. We still got to see where they'll go from here. But this is a step, and if they actually go through, that's fucking huge. Things will be good finally. Not good, but like maybe. better. Maybe, yeah, maybe they'll maybe they'll focus on making games, you know, good over trying to bleed money out of people. Well, keep in mind this is only in Hawaii. I think. Oh, I'm not 100 percent sure how your guys' like legal system works, but I think they're only for Hawaii. Maybe Hawaiians play enough games that they'll have to do it for everyone. Probably maybe, not. or maybe they'll like go through and then everybody else will be like, yeah, actually, that's a good idea. Let's do that. Yeah. But we'll see where that goes. Uh, does for news. Uh, no real releases of note this week and the next week. Just fucking re-releases of stuff we've talked about at some length about. Or just nothing. Kind of doldrums right now. It's a drought. Yeah. So that's going to do it for this week. Thank y'all for joining us. We will be back in two weeks' time with an episode of the DeathStoreProds.com video games podcast. Maybe by then, Mardi Gras will have died down and Caveman can join maybe, us. Maybe Caveman will sh- come back and do his job. <laughs> caveman, I hope you get run over by an alligator float or whatever you guys have down there. Well, it's not really, in- well, it's not really his job until I start paying him. Which you can help with by going to patreon.com slash deathstoreprods. Link in the description. Pay us, please. I, I'm hungry. <laughs> Poor dead man has to sell his consoles for pizza money. <laughs> yeah, I gotta go down and say, please, sir, can I have some more for extra pepperoni? No. Oh. You want extra pepperoni? No. I kick you out. What accent is that? Are you trying to I do an accent? I, I'm, I was trying to do a terrible Pizza Man accent, but I'm tired. Yeah, you sound it. So, yeah. In between now and then, we got shit coming out. I don't know. I recorded a new Rampa video. Should be going up soon. Yay. James sent me a new Final Station video. That'll be going up soon. Yay. Yeah, until then, I'm hungry, he's tired. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye.